This podcast deals with looking at extended response questions in preparation for your WACE exam. What this podcast will try to do is give an example of a question that could be asked in the WACE exam and then break down what we will need to talk about and how the marks would be allocated. There will be one question on climate change and one question on urban planning and global sustainable cities during this podcast. So the question is, explain the effects of either loss of biodiversity or climate change in natural and anthropogenic biomes and comment on the projected impacts of these changes. So to break down this question, obviously we are looking at climate change. So the question will read, explain the effects of climate change in natural and anthropogenic biomes and comment on the projected impacts of these changes. So we're looking at the effects in natural and anthropogenic biomes of climate change and then the impacts that will occur in the future. So looking at what's happened in the past and in the present and then what's occurring in the future. Now this question is worth 10 marks. So some of the key directional terms used in this question include explain, which means to provide reasons for, comment, which is a phrase that relates to source material. So, a sample answer. Due to natural and cultural processes, the climate on Earth is changing. Observed changes include increasing average annual temperatures and rising sea levels. The effects of these changes is impacting upon the future sustainability of natural and anthropogenic biomes. As evident on source 8, the increase in surface temperatures has a significant impact on ecosystems. Since 1880, the surface temperatures have risen by an average of 0.85 degrees Celsius. Source 8 also shows the interrelationship between greenhouse gas emissions and climate change. This warming is associated with the enhancement of the greenhouse effect, whereby additional greenhouse gases are absorbed and retained through infrared radiation and insulation. The effects of increasing temperatures are evident in various natural biomes. Rising sand temperatures in coastal environments has caused a gender imbalance in certain species of sea turtles. For example, loggerhead turtle nests in Florida are currently producing 90% females due to the higher incubation temperatures of the sand. In terms of plant species, the pine forests of North America are vulnerable to rising temperatures. Due to a lack of extreme cold winters over the last 10 years, large areas of forest in Colorado and British Columbia have been lost due to pine beetle infestations. These beetles have previously been controlled by severely cold temperatures and are typically wiped out after a few days. By 2008, half of the pine forests in British Columbia had been lost. A projected impact of increasing temperatures is the shift of climatic zones in terms of location and extent. This will influence the distribution of many plant species as they will start to migrate towards the poles or higher altitudes as a response to rising global temperatures. Species that are unable to migrate with the changing boundaries of ecosystems face the threat of extinction. For example, the white lemuroid possum found only in the mountain forests of Queensland is critically endangered. 
it potentially could be named as the first mammal species to be driven extinct by anthropogenic climate change, as it is extremely vulnerable to temperature rise and the exposure to temperatures above 30 degrees for only a few hours. Rising sea level is adversely affecting anthropogenic biomes such as urban areas. Two main factors that have caused this rise include melting ice and thermal expansion. Decrease in polar ice from Antarctica and the Arctic has accelerated over the past 20 years. Climate change has also resulted in an increase in sea surface temperatures. Due to thermal expansion, warmer water expands and oceans therefore take up a greater volume. On a global scale, the sea level has been increasing by approximately 2 millimetres per year since the turn of the 20th century. Due to rising sea level, water supplies and sanitation systems are being put under strain. For example, in the Pacific Island nation of Kiribati, some freshwater wells are being contaminated with salt water. 40% of the world's population also lives within 100 kilometres of the coast and are potentially vulnerable to sea level rise, coastal flooding and associated storm surges. Two of the islands that make up Kiribati have been inundated and lost. Rising sea levels have also increased the risk of disease, as well as damage to homes and infrastructure such as ports and communications. The projected impacts of rising sea levels includes the risk of displacement for low-lying nations. A one-metre sea level rise would completely submerge the island community of, Mold of the Maldives, and a half-metre rise in the Bay of Bengal would put 11% of the country's coastal land underwater, creating 7 to 10 million climate refugees. Increasing temperatures and rising sea levels are causing various adverse effects on the environment. The projected impacts of these changes is a significant issue in terms of the longevity and prosperity of natural and anthropogenic biomes. So that was the response to the following question. Explain the effects of either loss of biodiversity or climate change in natural and anthropogenic biomes and comment on the projected impacts of these changes. We're now going to have a look at an example of an urban planning extended response. And the extended response reads as follows. With reference to specific examples, describe one challenge facing rural and remote places in Australia and one different challenge in a megacity of your choice for eight marks. With reference to specific examples, describe one challenge facing rural and remote places in Australia and one different challenge in a megacity of your choice. Here is a sample answer for this question. Population loss in rural and remote places in Australia and traffic congestion in New York City. Rural and remote places in Australia, as well as megacities throughout the world, are adversely affected by various challenges. Rural and remote places, such as the Wheatbelt region in Western Australia, are experiencing the impacts of population loss, whereas the megacity of New York City is suffering traffic congestion. Rural and remote places are settlements that are not part of an urban area and are often engaged in the primary sector, such as a mining and farming. Over time, many rural and remote places in Australia have experienced a decline in population. Rural to urban drift, which is the movement of people from rural to urban areas, has occurred in many parts of regional Australia, such as in the Wheatbelt region of WA. 
The wheat belt is an extensive farming region that is sparsely populated and is experiencing population loss as well as an ageing population. The median age of the wheat belt is 42, higher than the WA median of 36, and the proportion of people aged 15 to 24 is also significantly lower. Younger people in the area are attracted to major urban areas such as Perth for employment opportunities and education. Population loss adversely affects the dynamics and function of a rural place. If less people live in a region, it impacts upon the prosperity of nearby towns. Local businesses may close and the provision of services and amenities is reduced. It can lead to less employment opportunities and a loss of vibrancy in the community. People who remain in the area may become disengaged and experience social vulnerability and social exclusion. Economic pressures and unreliable weather patterns have also made farming difficult in the wheat belt. A prevalent health issue in these areas is the high rate of suicide in males. Traffic congestion is a significant challenge in New York City and occurs when the flow of vehicles along road networks is slowed. Over 12 million vehicles use the road each day and average speeds are very slow at 20 km per hour. Although the subway railway system is heavily used, Residents in outer areas rely heavily on their car, travelling a distance of 45 kilometres to their workplace. This includes areas such as Staten Island, New Jersey, Connecticut and Pennsylvania. Roads are not only congested by commuters, but by trucks, where up to 90% of freight is carried on roads. Congestion is most prevalent during peak hours, particularly around central Manhattan and the main entry and exit points of expressways, such as the area below 60th Street in Manhattan. Once off the multi-lane expressways which run in a ra radial pattern, streets in central Manhattan are very narrow and grid-like which exacerbates congestion levels. Traffic congestion creates environmental, economic and social issues for the government and residents. Environmentally, vehicles are emitters of greenhouse gases and particulate matter. However, since the government has introduced state regulations and standards on diesel vehicles, the severe air pollution of nitrogen oxides and particulate matter has decreased. Residents are concerned with noise and the air pollution that it is created. The subway system is used to capacity. Train travel can be stressful and even painful at times. Congestion also comes at a significant cost to businesses. Traffic congestions reduces productivity, revenue and potentially jobs. Although vastly different in terms of size and function, Rural and remote places in Australia and megacities experience various challenges. Population loss in the wheat belt of Western Australia and traffic congestion in New York City in the USA are adversely affecting the sustainability and prosperity of these two places. I hope that going through those two extended response examples may give you a bit of an understanding of how we need to word and how, how much depth we need to add in terms of our extended responses for the waste exams.